This is Erin from Lake Country Sleep, and welcome to the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast. This is a place for sharing, growing, and supporting each other in our parenthood journeys. My goal is to help you be the best parent you can be for your child. My specialty is sleep, but today I have on special guest Jess. Jess is not yet a mom. She is the founder and host of the Pumping Podcast, which she will be able to tell you all about today. Um, But Jess is here to kind of share her background and her story with us, and I think you will enjoy it. Welcome to the show, Jess. (laughs) Thank you so much, Erin. It's so nice to see you and actually see you through video and talk to you it's just crazy in this day and age how we can connect isn't it it's like yes it's unreal yes it's it's a blessing you know it's Mm -hmm. been a long rough year for a lot of people but still being able to you know have the technology that we have and see people and connect in this way you know it's (laughs) it's nice We need that. We need that connection. And especially um, in what I do in the parenting world, um, and you are well aware, even though you don't have the personal (laughs) experience yet, you are well aware that parenting is hard and you understand that there's a need for community. And, you know, this is one way that I'm building it on my podcast as are you on your own podcast? So you have a podcast for moms. Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to start a podcast for moms? Yeah. (laughs) That's people are always like, wait a minute, but you're not, not yet a mom. What the heck? So, so yeah, well, first of all, I'll just say, because depending on when people listen to this episode, they might get a little bit confused, but my podcast is actually at the exact moment here in February, 2021. It's under a little bit of construction because I found there was a little bit of confusion with the name because we don't just talk about pumping or breastfeeding. I even had someone ask if it was like pumping iron. I'm like, no, it's not (laughs) pumping iron. (laughs) It's something much more uh, honorable, but I I love pumping iron too at the gym, but no, it's not that. So yeah, I decided to go into this um, relaunch. And so I'm going to be calling it Mamas in Training. Um, And the reason why it's going to be called Mamas in Training is because that's what I am. I like to call myself Mama in Training. And the way that it all kind of came about is 2019 or so. Yeah. It was like the summer of 2019. All of my friends were just starting to have babies, all of them. And I just felt like I was in the throes of mom and baby land. And I just found it fascinating. Like everything that they were talking about and the questions that I had for them, it was just like, I couldn't stop asking questions. And I was so inspired. And one of my best friends was explaining to me that oftentimes when she's pumping or breastfeeding, it just felt really isolating and lonely. And I was, I'm an actor. And so I was kind of, as an actor, you're always looking for those creative ways to feed those creative juices because we're not really working 24 seven, you know, like, or if you are, you're really lucky. And so I got this idea that I could interview moms about their journey into motherhood and 
I could give moms who are currently pumping or breastfeeding something to listen to and hear other people's stories so that they didn't feel so lonely. And then I could simultaneously learn about motherhood and learn how to be a mom, which I think is so interesting because like we, we study for everything else, right? I mean, we study for schooling and business. And when we get a job, even if it's a crappy job that we hate, we have to like train for it, you know? But short of maybe reading some books and taking some birthing classes and lactation classes, like you don't really, really study this. And um, it has completely opened my eyes and taught me lessons. And so with this relaunch and rebrand that I'm doing, while it'll still be the same sort of premise, instead, um, my focus will really be pregnant women and new moms. And I'll be interviewing women who are already moms, women who have already been there. And talk. we're going to be talking more about, you know, what's not discussed when someone's in that pregnancy phase. What, what do these pregnant women need to know about that isn't being talked about? Um, and so that they can, you know, they can learn and be mamas in training right along with me. So it's, it's a journey that I, I dove in about, um, it was August, 2019. And it's just, it's totally changed me, especially for during the pandemic. It was like a lifeline. Oh, I bet. So it's been about a year and a half that you've been doing the podcast now. Yeah. That's amazing. So you already have this understanding of motherhood, even though you, you aren't yet in the thick of it. Um, and it's not because you don't want to be there, um, are others in situations that may be similar to what you are in. Um, so I feel like, you know, not only is it important as moms to share our stories, but also to connect with the journey of how we got there because, you know, I have my own story of struggles before becoming a mom and you're kind of dealing with that right now. Um, if you want to give us a little bit of background as far as, you know, why you're not yet a mom, not by choice, um, and how you deal with your feelings around that and your yearning to become a mom. Yeah. Um, first of all, it, I sort of delayed my motherhood journey um, in partnership with my husband because we both, we live in New York City. We actually have been together for um, about 12 and a half years, but we've been married for three. And throughout our whole dating relationship, we really, we always had this understanding, first of all, that our career would come first for the good chunk of our 20s and into the early of our 30s because you know, that was the only time we felt that we could really be selfish in that aspect. And then of course, you know, that sort of, um, pivoted when I was 25. Um, and like I said, I'm an actor and I was actually traveling with a national tour all around the world. And I won't go into all the details unless you want me to, but basically super long story made short, I developed um, an extremely severe case. Like I was covered head to toe. I looked like a monster um, of psoriasis. And I ended up going on some medication for that. Um, and through the medication, it was, 
My doctors, of course, say it had nothing to do with the medication, but I completely disagree with that um, because it was almost a year to the date. It was very close to it. Um, I started experiencing unbelievable pain around my ankles and my feet. And I basically got, it got to a point that I couldn't walk. And I was in, I'll never forget it, it, when it got the worst. I was in LA performing at the Pantages Theater. And I had just bought a pair of uh, sandals. And I thought, man, these sandals are not very comfortable. I keep getting this pain. And then I ended up returning them. Well, long story made short, my husband visited me that one of those weeks when I was there performing. And he had to carry me to the bathroom to, to just brush my teeth and get ready for bed because I was in so much pain. And I ended up being diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis. Um, and they immediately took me off of the medication that they had put me on for my psoriasis. And then they ended up putting me on two extremely strong um, medications for my arthritis. And, you know, when I was on, when I just had the psoriasis, of course I went through everything. I went did like an all apple diet where I literally just ate like green apples for three days. <laughs> like I tried everything under the sun. I ended up going gluten-free because I heard that that helped all these things. Then I developed the arthritis and luckily the medications did take care of it. But unfortunately it means that um, if and when I'm still on this medication, I absolutely can't get pregnant. And if I do, they have to abort the child. Um, it's like no questions asked. And once I'm on the medication and then once I'm off of it, I have to wait, they say like three to six months um, until I can try to conceive to make sure that it's completely out of my body. So something where originally I was kind of like, I'll wait, I'll wait, you know, um, and now I'm really on this timeline, although I try not to be, you know, um, and I guess, honestly, what, what, what keeps me going through that yearning of it, of course, it's my career because I'm focusing on my career and I, I get to be selfish with that. And I understand that that's a, a beautiful opportunity that I have. Um, but it's also the podcast. I mean, just getting to serve other women and, and learning, like, I know that in the end, I'm going to be so much better because I know the language and I know what's going on. I mean, I can't, I can't speak to what it feels like or experience it, you know, but I'll, I'll be so much better armed and ready for, for that time. So it can be hard sometimes. And I, um, I can get a little frustrated with where I'm at, but, um, but yeah, it's a journey that I, I started going off of the medication, um, last January. Uh, so we'll see. We're, we're getting there. Um, I have a little bit of ways to go, but, but yeah, I mean, I think just diving into the learning of it all has been the best gift. Sorry. I feel like I'm just like rambling and rambling. <laughs> no, no. I think it's important that, you know, we get a little bit of context for the background of, you know, why you're in the position you're in. Um, yeah. Because a, a lot of people can relate to that. 
you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's something similar where they have health concerns and they're on this roller coaster that's similar to yours, um, where they're not sure how their body is going to react um, to this treatment or that treatment or weaning off of this medication and implementing that diet, you know, Um, there's a story for everyone. Or, you know, it could be like infertility related. Um, So people are going to connect to what you're sharing. So thank you for that. I know it's not, it's not always easy to talk about, but I think you of all people are fully aware that when we share these stories and bring light to the different issues and actually talk about it, that's when we, that's when we can empathize. That's when we can grow as a person and heal as a person because you know you're not the only one, even though that's what it might feel like personally, just knowing that someone else out there has gone through something very similar. It's, it's a healing type of feeling. Oh yeah. That, that people, 100%. Yeah. So yeah, I, and I think that's what you use your platform for as well. Well, exactly. And the thing that's kind of, I mean, I believe in this with anything that anybody is doing, but you know, finding your why Simon Sinek says that, you know, and it's like, no matter what challenge, what roadblock comes up ahead as if you have that why it makes it so much easier. So like last January, no, actually I started last September um, with a super clean eating diet. And so literally I, I pretty much eat like five things, but I eat no dairy, no gluten, no real sugar. Um, like what cane, white cane sugar, I mean, um, no like fake oils, blah, 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 blah. And at first, you know, I would talk to people and they would be like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, I found my why, like my why is because I want to have a baby (laughs) and what other way, because I can see the results. Like I started weaning off of my medication last January and the most severe medication has me taking five pills a week and I'm down to one, no, two, two, sorry. I got delayed because of the pandemic and I lost my insurance and blah, blah, blah. That's another story. But, you know, having this new way of life, it's not even a diet anymore. It's just my way of life. And that was possible because I found that why. And then tag teaming my why of wanting to become a mom with actively doing something about it, like having this podcast and learning from other unbelievable moms like yourself, you know, how to navigate this is just what keeps me, keeps me going. And, uh, yeah, it just, yeah. I love that. It's inspiring, especially, you know, it makes me think back to (laughs) pre baby days when, you know, I was yearning for all of those things and struggling and everyone else around me was experiencing the things I wanted to experience. And, And that's not easy, but you know, your outlet is therapeutic, not only for you, but for the, for others who are able to connect with it. So thank you for providing that for us. Of course. Yeah. Um, so if people are starting out on your podcast right now, it's called the pumping podcast. It's Mm -hmm. going to be changing. Um, I'll let you fill us in on that. However, 
once they find you, what are like the, the top episodes that you recommend they should start with? Obviously, we're going to want to binge a lot of it, but what yeah. should, where should they start? Yeah, well, so the actual chain of episodes, I have over 60 episodes that are out now, and those will still stay in the queue. Um, and they'll just, you know, I'll be referencing the pumping podcast, but it'll stay. And so when new episodes come out, yeah, it'll be called Mama in Training, but it'll still all be funneled in the same place. Um, and so you'll either be able to find it within the next month um, at the pumping podcast everywhere on everywhere, everywhere, or coming up at Mamas in Training everywhere. Um, and then when you get there, so I guess it, I'm telling a little bit about my story now, but if you wanted to learn more about me, I would say start at episode 20. Um, it's kind of funny that I didn't start episode one this way, but I was just so interested in diving in with, with the moms. And actually episode one is one of my best friends and the one who inspired me to start the podcast. So I figured that would be a much more honorable episode. But yeah, you could start at episode 20 and that's just me telling my story and going into more detail about what I'm mentioning now. And then really, I mean, I could give you a couple um, of the most popular, but they're all sort of individually um, there for you to take as you wish, you know? Um, I feel like the title and the description gives a pretty good idea of what it is, whether it's infertility or it's adoption or it's postpartum or um, uh, breastfeeding, you know, I mean, it really runs the gamut. So there's no order, but I would say, um, well, three of our most popular episodes are Kids Eaten Color with Jennifer Anderson. And if you don't follow her on Instagram, you've got to go check her out. She's just amazing and she's all things food. And so it's really, really, I mean, the, the material and info, info that she has is just fabulous. Um, so Kids Eat in Color is an amazing one with Jennifer Anderson. Um, the second most popular is um, Birth During a Pandemic, and that's with Nikki Bergen. And that's around like episode 53, I think it is. Um, and Nikki, I'm actually doing a little clubhouse room with her tomorrow. She talks about all things pelvic floor and she has a process that she created a workout called the bell method and the bump method, which is all a combination of like Pilates and dance and yoga um, to really strengthen and rebuild your pelvic floor. I shouldn't say rebuild because you can start off before you're even pregnant, but it kind of goes all the way through. Um, and that was a fun episode because we actually did a video with that one um, and it's on YouTube and she's just, she has her baby, her baby's crying, he needs to eat. So she's just feeding the baby and it's like, you know, real time mom. And then um, one of my, my third most popular, I think is called Laurel Pearl, which is a little bit of a sad story, but I think an important one to share. Um, it's the story of a friend that I actually went to high school with. And she lost her baby girl um, to leukemia. Um, but it does have a happy ending with, um, you know, the, the baby that she has now. Well, she has two babies now. Um, and the fight that she had and the lessons that she learned through Laurel's life is just stunning. And 
that's, you know, that's another part of the podcast that I try to bring light to things that aren't really talked about enough, even if they're hard stories. Um, and I think a lot of people can connect with loss, whether it's, you know, miscarriage loss or it's loss after. Um, and once again, it's not easy, but it's, it's reality. And I think it's important for, for people who might be experiencing loss in any capacity to know that there's other people out there. Um, so yeah, those are, I'd say those are my top three. I love it. Thank you for sharing. So I am certain that my listeners are going to hop on over there as soon as they're done listening to this episode. <laughs> oh, so exciting. So we will be following you on there, but where else can we find you in the online world? Yeah. So I have, um, well, I guess I'll first say just about me personally. Um, I'm pretty easy to find just like the podcast is. I'm just Jessica Lorian, like DeLorean, um, from back to the future, but, um, just L O R I O N. Um, I'm pretty much Jessica Lorian everywhere. So Jessica Lorian.com. Um, you can email me at Jessica, Jessica Lorian, uh, Instagram, Jessica Lorian, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Um, and then the same with the podcast too. So right now it's the pumping podcast everywhere. So the pumping the pumping podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, and then all podcast areas as well. And then that'll just transition into mamas in training, but it'll still be the same home. So if you discover mamas in training or you discover the pumping podcast, we'll, we'll all be the same. <laughs> cool. And you're on Clubhouse. So if anyone yes. else is on Clubhouse, that's actually how Jess and I got connected. I mean, it's just one of the coolest things, isn't it? I love it. I really do. I don't get on there as often as I would like, but when I do, I'm always like, oh, this is amazing. I, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a live podcasting with an audience that can participate. Like, is that the most? Yeah. Description I can think of. I yeah, I kind of explain it too as like it's as if you go to a conference and there's all these different conference rooms and you can sort of pick which room you'd like to bop in and sample a little of. And every room set up a little different. There might be just a panel talking, it might be a round table, it might be, you know, one on one. And it's just a cool, I mean, you, you have to surf through a little bit. There's a little bit of navigating. Um, cause some rooms I don't find to be super fulfilling, but when you hit those gems and I just often find that I get drawn toward a room and I'm like, hmm, why am I drawn toward here? And then I meet people like yourself and make these connections and I'm like, yep, that was why. So, um, yeah, if mama's, I know you probably don't want another app, but <laughs> it's really, it's a fun, useful tool. It is cool. And it's, it's one that's convenient for moms, you know, yeah. just like a podcast. Like you can play it in the background while you're playing with your baby or cleaning up the house, you know, yeah. it's just more while exactly. you're working. So, mm -hmm. well, Jess, thank you for joining us today. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and I'm sure we will all be connecting with you soon. Everyone, for all things sleep, make sure you are following us on Facebook and Instagram at Lake Sleep. Check out the blog and any free resources and my services at Lake Sleep.